It's a powerful season in Malaysia. Alright? Just want you to know that. I don't know how you may understand what is happening. There is a spiritual shift in Malaysia at the moment. How many of you believe that? It's not about hype. If you have spent that kind of time that I have interacting with the Spirit of God, you will know it is called now. It's a now time for Malaysia. It's either now or never. So the, what I'm going to share is called the now time. Everybody says the now time for Malaysia. The now time for Malaysia is also a now time for you and me. Do you know that? Amen. If Malaysia prospers, we all prosper. Amen. When we prosper, Malaysia also prospers. That's a link between the now time. Amen. We must realize that time in God's hands. Do you know God is in charge of time? Amen. How many of you believe God is in charge of time? He chooses times and seasons. Now is the appointed time. And in the now appointed time of God, we don't catch hold of it and do something about it and follow God, we will lose that time. Do you know it's a very dangerous thing? I, I love what Pastor Isaac shared at the end of the second service. He caught it. He says, there's a now time. In this now time, if you don't, I'm going to let him share at the end again. If you don't move forward with God, you will lose it. There will come a time even if you want to seek the Lord, even I to speak to those online, even if I had to come back to church, even if I had to come and regather, it's gone. Because the window of time has gone. Do you know I just wrote to the fathers of the land, the spiritual leaders of the land, because I felt it so urgent that I realized either we enter into this Kairos time of God or we lose it. I wrote it to them. Regardless of the fact that they would hate me, they would look at me as stupid and whatever, it did not matter. As a person that's a watchman on the walls of Malaysia, if God has said to me, I must tell you, now is the time. Listen, if now is the time to celebrate, we must celebrate. If now is the time to harvest, we must harvest. So we cannot be ignorant of God's timing. Amen? So turn to your friend and say, now is the time. Don't disagree with God. Amen? If God says now is the time, we all say Amen. Now, I'm going to give you a few verses. In 2021, when the Lord spoke to me to start a wall of fire, of, a wall of prayer around the nation of Malaysia, giving me Zechariah 2.5, and that it need to continue as a 24-hour prayer altar before the Lord, I, I joined, I agreed with the Lord, and we started what's called the Malaysian United Firewall. How many of you have heard of the Malaysian United Firewall? Praise the Lord. I hope all of you will hear about it because it's really important. Not because we started it, because at that time, the Lord spoke. Now, that was in 2021. Actually, Pastor Chu didn't realize that I had shared that. But two months ago, Pastor Chu received the same word. Now is the time. Song of Solomon's 2 verse 11 to 12. He also got the same word. He received it for SIBKL. Now is the time for SIBKL. Now is the time of transition. Now is also the time of transformation. I'm going to say this to all of us. But if you and I catch this now time, not just for the nation, not just for the church, but for yourself, you are entering the wonderful Kairos season of God. How many of you want to enter God's timing? Amen. Your work will be different. Your families will be different. Everything will be different. 
Because when God moves, God moves. Amen? So we don't want to miss the time. Now I'm going to read this verse. You can read with me. Why don't we all read together? Shall we do that? To save my voice. I'm losing my voice. Ready? One, two, three. See, the winter is past. The rains are over and gone. Flowers appear on the earth. The season of singing has come. That's why we are singing. The cooing of doves is heard in our land. Do you know what is the cooing of doves? The cooing of doves is the sound of the Holy Spirit is going to be, is already, not even going to be, already very evident in the land. It is only whether you and I have caught that time. It's whether you and I have our ears open. The moment you and I have our ears open without a measure of doubt, the Holy Spirit will guide us, will speak to us, and will empower us. It is a now time. Now, I'm going to share this from TPT version, all right? Let, let's get the next slide up. Now, in the TPT version, it says this. For now is the time. Everybody say, now is the time. And God is speaking to His beautiful ones, which is you and me, all right? Every one of us is beautiful inside. Now, God is pleading to His church. He's saying, now is the time, my beautiful one. Now, what is this now time all about? The season has changed. Do you know it's very important when seasons change? For sure, the season has changed. We all know that the pandemic did so much things that the season has changed. Even currency has changed. Even, even for that matter, business things have changed. The church has changed. Online church, on-site church. The season has changed. More important is that God is bringing a change. Amen? And so we must catch the change. What happens in this change? The bondage of barrenness is broken. Amen? The barrenness, the fruitlessness. You know, you put so much effort to doing things for your family, to building your business, to building the church. Churches, if we don't catch this time of the Lord, you can build the church and many programs, but it will be barren. But God is saying to the church, I don't want churches to be barren and fruitless. No, the change has begun. Now catch on to this change. The season of hiding is over and gone. Don't stay in your homes and hide. COVID is gone. Come back to church because the season has changed. Everybody said the season has changed. Come on. The season has changed. Either you believe it or you don't. Amen? So what happens? The rains have soaked the earth. In the next slide. Now, what does it change for? What is this season all about? It is about, can you not discern? It is a new day of destiny. Do you know the word destiny is very hard sometimes to understand? It's only in the last few years that I've really understood destiny. Destiny is when we come to fulfill God's purpose of why He created us. You and I will find great fulfillment when you suddenly realize, hey, this is what I'm made of and I've entered into my moment of destiny. Do you know Esther, Queen Esther, when she was able to save her nation, she entered the very reason why she's beautiful, why she's made a queen. Because destiny is when the purposes and plans of God are now sprouting. What happens is that in this season, God wants you and I 
to arrive at our destiny. When you arrive at your destiny, and frankly speaking, I know I'm in my moment of destiny. I'm very excited. It's very fulfilling. Money cannot buy destiny. There's a sense of joy. There's a sense of fulfillment. There's a sense of purpose. There's a sense of, wow, this is what I'm made of. I have been born for such a time as this. That's destiny. And when I reach my destiny, my family will reach its destiny. My nation will reach its destiny. My workplace will reach its destiny. Destiny is what the devil wants to deprive us of. All spiritual warfare is to rob you, rob your children, rob your family, rob our nation of his destiny. So in the day of destiny, God is aligning us all to his plans and purposes. And look what happens. In the time of God's destiny, there's a budding of new life. New life springs to pass. And not only that, fragrance of flowers whisper. There's change in the air. Do you know in 2021, when the Malaysian United, I'm really going to encourage all of you to go onto the site. It's a very exciting thing that's happening there. It's on the website. That's how we have 24 hours of prayer. Each person only takes 15 minutes. They pray for themselves, their families, their church, and other churches. And what happens is that when we started the Malaysian United Firewall on March the 1st, 2021, suddenly in Malaysia, I've never seen it before, and it even didn't happen this year, the Tacoma trees in so many cities, in Batu Pahat, in Moa, in Ipoh, in Kuala Lumpur, how many of you see those trees budding like sakura flowers all along the streets of Kuala Lumpur? How many of you did that? Saw it. Amen. I'm sure we couldn't go out to see. But you know what? If you went on your Facebook or on the, on the whatever, you would see. And I happened to be driving along SMCC Road, buying some food to eat. And suddenly I saw lining that road that goes from uh, Paramount to, uh, UMC, uh, to SMCC. The flowers were blooming on the trees. It was so beautiful. And the Lord says, the season has changed. It's the time of the budding of the flowers. What is more? What else happens in this? So God is saying to us, arise then. When there's change in the air, don't stay at home. Don't sleep in church. Don't just do your own thing. When the season is changing, God wants us to wake up, to arise, bambangkit. Amen? Amen? Right. Why do we arise? Because now is the time and God wants to draw us to himself to explain to us what is going to happen in our lives, in our nation, and in our families. Amen? So this is called the now time. Now let me show you a few pictures. What is happening in the now time? Let me show you a few pictures. In the first picture, you see God's original design for planet Earth. God's original design for man is that man will always be in communion with God. In the original design, in the Garden of Eden, in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, God's desire was that the Holy Spirit would always be breathing life into every person and every human being would love God. Every human being would just want to commune with God like Adam and Eve did in the early days in the Garden. And at that time, even the flowers, the trees, the rivers, everything was fruitful because it was an open heaven. They had an open communion with God. But we all know the whole world has been deprived of that. So in picture number two happens in Genesis chapter three. When men reject God, rebellion comes. There is no open heaven because we don't want God. When God created the whole universe, he gave man a choice. Either you want him or you don't want him. What is darkness? Darkness and that whole dark. When, how does darkness reign over a home? a family, even a church or a nation. Very simple. When men and women 
reject God and they say to God, I don't want you, I want to do things my way. My way is my way. My way is the only way. The moment we do that, the heavens over us shut. And guess what happens? Darkness have legal right to take over the land. You know why? Because of other friends and fam uh, people who don't know God, they have already invited darkness to come. So I want to say this to you. In the now time, God is asking you and me to push back the darkness and to open up the heavens. Now, I'm going to show you the next slide. What is the now time? Why is this called the now time? It is called the now time because the children of God are awake. If you're awake, say amen. Amen. Suddenly, you are realizing, hey, I cannot allow this darkness to fill my home. I cannot allow what is darkness. Darkness is oppression. Do you know it's a very sad story? Not a story, a true thing. Pastor Jeremy shared with me about what's happening in kids' zone. These are kids. They're not even 12 years old, 9, 10 years old. Do you know they're going, he wanted to find out who's a qualified psychologist and all that because the kids have mental issues and they're screaming and shouting and there's something is not right in them and the parents do not know what to do. So what I realized is that in the pandemic, because we were not awake and we were not creating an open heaven, darkness came in and filled up the space. Don't think you're a Christian, there's no darkness. The fact that you do not call upon God, there will be darkness. The open heaven can only come when you reject darkness and you say, I'm going to take my stand in my home and I'm going to pray. Now, prayer is not about asking God things. Huh? Prayer is about an open heaven. Prayer is about communicating with God. Do you know, I, I just did a huge uh, women's conference for the Methodist Church yesterday. And I said to the women, this is how I train my women. When you go into your house, this is how you take authority. You take a stand in your house and you create an open heaven. Every morning, walk about whatever time you want to do that. Walk into your house and walk into every room and begin. I used to do this. I sang, Jesus, we enthrone you. I declare you are king. You are king over my house. In, uh, and and uh, take your, the song goes, right? And now we welcome you. Take your place. Take your place. Take your place. As I take my stand in this house, you take your place, O oh Lord Jesus, in this house. I even went to my maid's room because she was worshipping other gods. And I took my stand. I said, Lord, I bless my maid. I bless her with peace. The kingdom of God will take away every dullness of her mind. She's under captivity. And if your children are going through things, I used to go to the children's room and I would bless my children. I would sing, Jesus, we enthrone you. What am I doing? I'm creating an open heaven. Can I have the slide again? Because I want you to look at this slide. Now, one person can only produce a tiny little open heaven depending how much you spend time with God. If you only spend five minutes, maybe your open heaven is a 0.005 millimeter. It's true. Try it yourself. If you don't believe me, change your five minutes to 50 minutes. You will see your 0.5 millimeter enlarged to five millimeters or whatever. Now, this the open heaven cannot just be in your home or in here. If everyone, what was the 40 days all about. The 40 days was a call of God. You know, NECF planned this 20 years ago that when the nation of Malaysia, the Christians of Malaysia come together and agree to fast and pray. Now, what happens when you agree to fast and pray? It's not about prayer. It's about agreement. Agreement to do what? Agreement to invite King Jesus into our lives. 
into our homes. And what else happens in an open heaven? Alignment. As we pray, our Father, we glorify you who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Now, when that happens, God may then say to you, Hey, now uh, I'll, you pray that prayer. Actually, uh, you are actually doing your own will. It's not my will. Someone you ask me, bless you, bless you. How to bless you? Uh, Ayo, when I tell you to, to not do this, Forgive someone, you don't agree with me. When I tell you, don't be so angry, you don't agree with me. When I tell you, offer your kindness to show it to someone, the, 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 the security guard, you say, what for I do that? How to agree with you all? In the prayer of the open heaven, we are receiving downloads from the Lord that will break the curse of darkness. Can you imagine if every Christian in Malaysia is doing that? When every Christian in Malaysia is doing that, and not just, you know when we say, ah, tak apalah, tak apalah, apa. the, ever you say tak apa, darkness takes over your space because you are not taking your stand. That is what happens. That is why. If you wonder why, I'm so frustrated, I'm so oppressed, I feel whatever I do, so does succeed. Think, ask, do you have an open heaven or is darkness still over you? Very simple. Now, we talk a lot about revival, right? I want to share a little bit about revival. Revival is not a miracle. Did you know that? I just discovered that. Mirac revival is not a miracle. You know, when you think it's a miracle, you still don't know how to bring forth a miracle, right? We are not gods. How do we bring miracles? Revival is a result of us satisfying the conditions of God that will bring about a divine visitation. Let me say it again. Revival is a result of us satisfying the conditions of God whereby God will now be able to have a divine visitation. And when God comes from heaven to earth, all darkness flees and there's a wonderful manifestation of the kingdom of God. Revival also happens when, when you do that, the grip of darkness over you, your family, your workplace, the church and our nation is weakened and loosened. But it cannot happen if only one person prays. If only one person is holding an uh, open heaven, if even one church alone cannot, it is the Kaluaga Malaysia, east and west, north and south, all the crying out to God and say, Lord, we need you. You know, we sang the song, if my people who are called by my name, that is one of the conditions of God. If the condition of God is this, if you, you want to have an open heaven, very easy. If my people who are called by God's name, how many of us are called Christians here? Amen. Now, if you and I don't care, you cannot have an open heaven. God cannot bring revival. But if you and I begin to humble ourselves, what does humble ourselves look like? It means, Lord, we are desperate. We have tried all kinds of ways to bring a change in my home, to bring a change in my workplace, to bring a change in my community, to bring a change in my nation, to bring a change in our rakyat. I have tried all things. You know, I, I, I want to say this very simply. Very often, churches love pray, 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 pray. But if prayer has no results, we better stop praying and ask God, why? Obviously, either God is right or we are right. And God, can, or God is wrong or we are, we are right, right? And God can never be wrong. If He says to you, this is almost like a formula. One plus one equals two. You want revival? You want a visitation? You want me to heal your land? You want me to forgive your sins? Very easy. Humble yourself. 
What does humble yourself mean? Humble yourself is simply, Lord, I am desperate for change. I cannot go with this any longer. That's how position I take. Lord, I'm fed up. I don't want church just to be about church and don't know what it is for. I want to see revival. I want to see a divine visitation. I will do anything to humble myself. You know, yesterday, Miri, you know, some people are wondering, why have I disappeared from church? I've not disappeared from church. But in the last one month and going to the end of this month, I've been going from region to region to talk about, to bring Dr. John Melindy and Pastor Shane to teach the church how to have an open heaven and how revival comes. So I went to Sabah, I went to Kuching, and I went, I didn't get to go to Miri, then this week will be Kuala Lumpur, plus all the southern states, Johor, uh, whatever, Negris and Bilan, all that. And then after that, Penang and the northern states. A word came to Pastor Jeffrey Agong. Jeffrey Agong is the son of Agong Bangau, the father of the Bakalala revival. Here they were in two hours, really just crying out to God, humbling themselves, really humbling themselves. But at one point, now I hope he allows me to share this, but it's a very powerful understanding what brings revival. What happened was God said to him, and incidentally, in all the places, God didn't speak so clearly to everyone except in Miri. God said to him, I want you to prostrate. You know it's prostrate? Prostrate is not just kneel. It means you pat yourself, supine, horizontal, on the floor. Wow, when he heard that, no, I'm not going to do that. It's very ugly. Nobody is prostrate, prostrate, prostrate. I don't want to use the wrong word. <laughs> Give me the right word. Prostrating. Nobody is lying flat. Nobody. Nobody. I'm not going to do it. Then the Lord says a second time, prostrate. No. He said, no. Finally, then, he, then the Lord, wow, whisper. But the whisper is not a nice whisper. Either you do it now or that's it. Then he, no, in the second time, when he said, I don't, because I see this guy, this elder didn't do this, pastor didn't do this. Why should I do? Humbling has got nothing to do with other people. At the third call, the Lord whispered to him, either you do it now or that's it. Immediately when he prostrated, no wonder I saw the gamba, I mean sent to Pastor Chu. There was a man lying on the floor with his face down, his whole body prostrated. I was wondering, who is that? I found out it's Jeffrey Agong. Immediately, the moment he's prostrate, God spoke to him. And God showed him a vision. The vision was of an airport, a huge airport, almost like KLIA, said, with a huge jumbo jet arriving. It was a big jumbo jet, like a royal jumbo jet. And then the Lord said to him, if only all the pastors here would prostrate themselves, I would come. You see, what is a hindrance to revival? Our pride, our stubbornness, our unbelief. We, we want to hear, but we don't believe enough to act. If you and I really believe now is the time, you would give God time to do whatever it takes for God to visit our land. That is why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not about fasting and prayer alone. It is about the visitation of God. What will it take for God to visit us? Humble yourself. Humble yourself to do what? To pray. What is prayer? Seek His face, not seek His blessings alone. Open heaven doesn't mean you get your Mercedes Benz, you get your, your wonderful husband, wife, and then your children all get 19 A's. 
that is just by the by. You may get that. But open heaven is when God comes on earth. And when that happens, how does it happen? Seek His face. What do you do when you seek His face? You find out what pleases God and what does not please God. If God is going to come into our houses, into our churches, obviously He has to tell us, you know what? You have so much unforgiveness in your house. How can I come? Because God works by principles. He already said in Matthew chapter 6, if you do not forgive men their sins, then I cannot forgive you your sin. And if God does not forgive our sins, there cannot be an open heaven. Amen? In the same way, when you go about the streets of Malaysia, if you do not bless those you do not like, there cannot be an open heaven because melanggala, jalan Tuhan. You melanggar. How on earth can God, can two walk together unless they be agreed? We want God to walk with us in this land. But how can God walk with us when we are angry, we are frustrated, we are always complaining, we are cursing, we are divided, we don't care, we are complacent, we can't even be bothered with God. We are even telling God, I don't care like God, I don't believe in you anymore. And yet we think we are Christians. How can God visit a land? So darkness takes over. Do you know what happens in an open heaven? So, if my people humble themselves, pray, seek God's face, and discover, oh my gosh, I am wicked. I have been, un I have been un unkind to this person. Or I complain so much about this person. Do you know, I turn from that, God forgive me. God will hear your prayers, forgive our sins, and heal the land. Then his eyes and his ears are upon the land. That is revival. Do you not want to share this? You may think, wow, God can happen. It is happening in Malaysia. So we're talking about the open heaven and we were in uh, Sabah and there's this place in Sabah called Lahat Datu. How many of you know where Lahat Datu is? Yeah. Lahat Datu is on the east side of Sabah, a very, very poor community where almost half the population are the refugees who have, are called the stateless people. They have no IC and they've been there for many, many years and nobody cares about them and because they're stateless, they cannot go to school. Now, this is what happened. One of the pastors, amazing guy, he got hold of a few other churches. It's the power of unity, Keluarga Malaysia, and they began to build, uh, to set up schools for the stateless children. Now, stateless children are the best children to reach out to because they're stateless. Nobody cares what their ugama is. Hi-yo, well, so stupid, right? Yeah. Really one. That's why I need wisdom. That's why you need open heaven because God's going to show you a plan, right? You may complain and say, are you, you know, the rest of Sabah is complaining, are you, Sabah terrible, so many refugees, so many refugees, so many refugees. Complain only, right? Complaints don't open heavens. Brothers. So this pastor, as he prayed, he said, I'm going to set up schools. So he set up schools. In, he's got about 50 schools set up in Lahat Datu. It's still not enough, all right? There's a lot, a lot of uh, stateless children there. In one particular kampong, he was telling me, he had trained the children to worship God. Now, what happens in an open heaven? Worship, thanksgiving, joy, saying, all these things that we are singing, declaring who our God is, declaring God to the atmosphere. So these children were taught a simple song based on the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And you can imagine children doing that, right? 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So they're doing that, and they were doing that every day because in school they did it every day. So when they go home, they also do it. And so what happened on Father's Day this year, they invited the parents to come. And a lot of the parents, mothers and fathers came. Remember, they are stateless and they're from Ugama line and all that. But do you know what? They all came and said, I don't know what you did, but ever since you taught my children to sing this song, do you know what? We don't fight anymore. We are not fighting anymore. Why? Because Holy Spirit is coming. And when the, remember, revival is when there is a Holy Spirit, not only is the grip of darkness broken, but the Holy Spirit is allowed to come. And because the Holy Spirit is allowed to come, He manifests Himself. What does the manifestation of the Holy Spirit look like? More than just healings and signs and wonders, it's love, joy, peace. So these families were saying, do you know what? Something is changing. We actually love our children more. You know what's changing? As husband and wife, we are quarreling less. Wow, that is an open heaven. Come on, give God a clap. In fact, we are so excited. I'm so excited that I told him, I'm going to go to Lahat Datung. I'm going to see how we can open more windows of heaven over the whole of Sabah. Sabah got a lot of stateless children. And other churches, we must join and do this. Because God's plans, you see, we will be frustrated. But because the pastor was lifting his eyes towards God and asking God, God, tell me what to do. God gave him a plan. A plan that brings these stateless children into their moment of destiny. Do you know, I'm convinced, when these stateless children, do you know that I've seen them stand on the Malaysian uh, map to pray? Uh, another pastor trains them to do prayer altars. When they pray, they are taking territory. And I believe these stateless people will help us achieve our destiny. These are the plans of God. That is called the day of destiny. Amen. And then I went to Sarawak. Sarawak is ama- Sarawak. Sarawak even more amazing. Because in Sarawak, now, most prayer things are majority women, right? In Sarawak, half were men. More than 50% were men and not ordinary men. Men who are pastors, men who are leaders, FGBM, president, ex-president, secretary general, all were there. And not only that, 50% were young people, young adults, young adults. They are not ordinary young adults. Doctors, lawyers, engineers, digital space. Wow, they were all there. 50% were young people. And do you know what's happening in Sarawak? What does that open heaven look like in Sarawak? Whoa, I just discovered this. Sarawak is the first place, I think, in this whole region, even before Singapore, to now set up a hydrogen, and how do you say, a a vehicle driven by hydrogen. They are going to have hydrogen buses. Don't ask me what's a hydrogen bus. In my mind, I think of explosion only. Then I look so stupid, right? Please ask someone more learned than me. I mean, I think Pastor Chu might know a bit. I also don't know, I'm not very sure. But I'm sure Pastor Isaac knows. Uh, I see some of them very, very smart one, they will know. It is amazing. And suddenly in Sarawak, of all places, Sarawak has hydrogen buses. And you know, I'm just so amazed. It's going to be free throughout Kuching, uh, right? Uh, you see, JJ knows. JJ, why you don't tell us? You see, uh, you keep the good news to yourself. Ayo, janganlah, you know? And then not only that, it is so wonderful that even Japan is coming to Sarawak to buy the hydrogen. 
Come on, come on. Who said Malaysia tidak boleh? Malaysia boleh. When there's an open heaven. It's only when we don't believe God. Anything can happen in Malaysia. I'm going to give you another new good news. So I was wondering, you know, so I'm talking to John and Pastor Shane. I said, if Malaysia's destiny is so important to God, how come we got so much problems? One, How come Singapore don't have? I always like that one. Huh? Then he said this thing. Malaysia's destiny is really powerful. When Malaysia reaches its destiny, the whole region reaches its destiny. That is why the devil will fight Malaysia even more. Do you know, if your destiny is very important, or your children's destiny is very important, and the devil will make sure you quarrel every day at home, because you're not communicating with God, so that your children will be robbed of their destiny. In the same way, if the devil knows that SIBKL's destiny is very important. When SIBKL reaches its destiny, the other churches in Malaysia will reach their destiny. The devil will fight us. So don't look at everything as anything also can. No, there's a war for destiny. Amen? That's why we cannot afford not to do anything. So what must we do in this season? What must we do? Build your prayer life. Don't stop now. So let me give you the next slide. All right, what must you do? Jeremiah 33, verse 2 and 3. The Lord says this to us. It's not about 40 days alone. It is a 40 days is merely an eye-opener. It merely, take, you know, when darkness is there, our eyes are blinded, we cannot see, our ears are deaf, we cannot hear. Read, read, read Bible, so nothing hit us one. That means there's a problem. There is a problem. There is a hindrance. God is not able to communicate with you and me. So don't take it lightly. If you are always asleep when we come to church, there's some of a problem. Begin to start worrying. Begin to be serious with God. Amen? Because darkness is closing in. That is why God began to say to me, in this, after the 40 days, tell your people it's only just beginning. They're just waking up. The whole of the nation is just waking up. In fact, this is what you must do. The Lord says, I made the earth. I made Malaysia. You know something? Yesterday, I was, had to, there were three altars I appeared in for September 16th. And the Lord gave me this word. I am the architect of Malaysia. It is me that designed that Malaysia will include Sabah and Sarawak, which is why today we have our brothers and sisters here with us. Come on. Come on. Come on, US Malaysians. Without them, there is no Malaysia. That's God's plan. So don't succeed. Huh? <laughs> it's part of God's plan. So God says, you must understand my plans so that you don't try to do your own plans. We can do our own plans, but it will not have a divine touch. That's it. So what must we do? He made the earth. The Lord is His name. Call upon Him. It's an open invitation. If God asks us to call to Him, that means He will answer us. Now, there can come a time you will call upon the Lord, but he cannot be found. Isaiah 55. Call upon me while I may yet be found. Seek me while I am near. That means there can come a time. You read the Bible. There came a time in Israel's history. They called and called upon the Lord. The Lord had turned his face away from them. Can it happen? Of course. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Today, Pastor Chu is going to teach. Once saved, not always saved. Listen carefully. When God says, call upon me, this is the time I want you to call on me. When you call, I will answer. 
Now the problem is, are you going to call? Am I going to call? Do you know what? I just told the pastors, I told Pastor Chu and I told Pastor Isaac, I'm going to go back into the Tuesday corporate altar to build it strong, to build it with understanding. So that's not just pray for praying sick. Don't waste time. Pray for praying sick, no need to do what? We pray effectively to open the windows of heaven. Amen? Amen? Amen. I'm not interested in online prayer. It has to be physical because it's hard to do these things online. Okay? So what we're going to do, we're going to call on the Lord. He will answer us and He will show us great and unsearchable things we have not known. Do you know we're entering a season we have never been before? Do you know that? But many things we do not know. The Lord began to say to me, when I say it's unsearchable, means it's unsearchable even if you try to search. The only way you will know the secrets that I'm going to give you is by revelation. But to whom does God reveal His heart, His thoughts, His plans? To those who seek Him. If you don't spend time with Him, how is He going to reveal it to us? If you spend five minutes with Him, you haven't even sat down, say, Hi God, hallelujah, and then you go already. How is He going to reveal a plan to you? If you want to know the plans of SIB, you cannot spend five minutes with Pastor Chu. You probably have to spend two hours with him. In the same way, we need to know the plans of God. We need to say, why, oh Lord God? Why am I so frustrated? Why is my work not getting anywhere? Why am I having so much pain? Why is that this? Why is that that? Why is our nation in disarray? Go to God. Don't go to man. They cannot help you. And God will reveal the unsearchable things. Some of the unsearchable things are the things that we have not done or we have been negligent about. For instance, I wouldn't name the city. God said, this city... The watchmen did not watch over the gates of that city. And so the wicked one opened the gates of the city to drugs and prostitution. And that city has a lot. Now, when God says that, we have to fall on our face. We have to repent and we have to ask God, help us now to seal this gate. Amen? What then must we do? Call upon the Lord. Number one, choose. Choose to use your time well. You can say, I don't have time, la, Pastor. You okay, la, you Pastor? Sure, you got time. La. Some of my pastors also tell me they don't have time. So it's not about pastoring. It's about understanding. If you don't have time to call on the Lord, to gain wisdom from the Lord, why your work is not fruitful, why your family is having so much trouble, who is going to help you? No one can help you. No one can help you. So it's with wisdom. Choose to use your time Carefully, just don't do Facebook so much. Don't do Instagram so much. Spend some time with the Lord. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Let Him give you the unsearchable things you do not know. Use your time well. And I want to say this. Use this time for Malaysia well. We're going to be entering the elections. And this is what an understanding I gained a few years ago when I was praying for Sabah elections. You know the people in Sabah, when they were doing the elections, the Lord showed me, they feel very hopeless and also very uh, useless. They almost feel like, we are no bodies. And the Lord made me get, get angry inside my spirit because the devil had lied to our friends in Sabah that their votes do not count. This is the most stupid thing that the de and the most lie, greatest lie the devil can give us. And the Lord said this to me. Every time... A citizen of a land casts a vote. He has authority to choose. 
No darkness can take away his authority. No king can take away his authority. No law can take away his authority. The most foolish thing the Lord says is when people do not use their rights to vote. Do you know some people had to die to get us voting rights? Do you know that? You know, during the suffragette movement, when women had no right to vote, do you know those women were put in prison just to fight for rights? And now we have the right to vote and we are saying no need lah, no need lah. Do you know when you say no need lah, you have just abrogated your responsibility, you have just left your position of authority and allowed it to be given to the forces of darkness. I'm going to say categorically to all of us who are believers, don't complain about the government on the day of judgment and on the day you meet the Lord. Because the Lord will ask you, where were you when I needed you to exercise your vote? You know, kingdom of heaven uh, is not just hula baloo, spiritual, spiritual. Whatever is spiritual is translated on earth. The second thing that we are going to do on the Malaysian United Fireball, October onwards, incidentally, I need translators for my BM section to translate the, the, the points, is this. We're going to ask Christians to adopt a constituency and to pray for it. Now, why? This morning, the Lord said this to me. When a man takes he becomes the MP, all right, of a constituency, he has been given authority over that area. Whatever he does now has legal ground, spiritually and physically. So, if you and I do not pray for that constituency, if you and I do not ask God for the right man, if you and I do not care who takes over that constituency, that ground is lost to the paths of darkness. Why? Because we don't care. Which is why my second point is be concerned. Be concerned about your land. Be concerned. You cannot blame another person when things go wrong. Now, I'm not saying that just because we pray, just because we do this, everything goes to be one fine thing. No, because God is going to de deal with things His way. That's one of the major, major things we will understand when we come and build our prayer altars. It's not my kingdom come, my will be done. It's God's kingdom come, God's will be done. And God's will may not be our will, and our will is definitely not necessarily God's will. So that's what we have to do. But you know what? The fact that we are concerned enough to bless that land, to say, Lord, I'm going to stand upon this land. I'm going to pray blessings over this land. I'm going to say, Lord, powers of darkness, curses cannot come upon this land because I'm going to bless this constituency. Every day, I'm going to bless this constituency. This constituency will receive, I, I love what Lindy got uh, later on, she'll tell you, will be enriched by my blessings. Wonderful verse. Where's that verse? Uh? Psalm 65, is it? 66. 56, amazing psalm. You have power. You have spiritual rights in everything. Finally, we must continue. Amen? Pastors who are praying, come up and join me. We must continue to call on the Lord so that there will always be an open heaven. Do you know when the heavens close? When there's nobody calling on the Lord. If you're wondering why your house and your office and all that is so oppressive, because you are not calling on the Lord. You have not invited the Lord. Do you know the Chinese have a phrase that says, Chang Sun? Whatever you invite, that will be the force that's inside your home. So how many of us want to call upon the Lord to give us an open heaven over our land, over our families, over our workplace? Come on. How many? 
Everybody say me. I. Come on, shout. I want. I want to have an open heaven. I want to call upon the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, ya Tuhan. Mari kita menyembah nama Tuhan. Let us worship the Lord. Oriana Memuji namamu Kami menyembah namamu Engkau lah raja segala raja Engkau Tuhan Hirian norobo sadara bagian Nalama mama masih Oh kami berseru Karena engkau lah yang dipuji Kerana kau layak disembah Harabase Kiriamama sadarabama Kiamanolobo sadarabai Hararase Karamamama so Hibianalamase Kara mama sandala basi dia ndala mama Oh oh Bapa di sorga as the sons of the soil Sebagai anak-anak sulung bagi tanah dan bangsa ini Mari pada hari ini Bapa di sorga kami mengambil pilihan dan keputusan pada hari ini dengan segala kuasa dan kekayaan otoriti yang kau telah berikan kepada kami. Kami berkata di dalam nama Yesus hari ini Bapa di sorga. Sesuai dengan firmanmu dalam Yeremia 33 yang kami deklarasikan pada hari ini. Oh kami berseru dalam nama Yesus engkau membuka sekali lagi sorga bagi tanah kami Malaysia. Terjadi kembali lagi kesembuhan. Terjadi kembali pemulihan. Terjadi kembali transformasi yang kau sudah berikan, yang kau sudah janjikan bagi tanah ini. Dalam nama Yesus, bagi anak generasi kami dari Sabah, Sarawak, orang asal daripada Samananjung dan semua sons of the soil. Kami berkata pada hari ini Bapa di sorga tanah ini kembali diairi oleh kuasa Romo yang dasar yang luar biasa. Curahkan kembali berkatmu, curahkan kembali kerajaanmu, ambil kembali semua yang hilang dan berkati seluruhnya dengan kemakmuranmu. Dalam nama Yesus saya berkata pada hari ini dalam nama Yesus kami mengambil otoriti ini Tuhan. Memberkati semua teman-teman kami sanak saudara yang ada Sebagai satu keluarga kerajaan Allah di Malaysia ini Kami memberkati suku bangsa Cina, suku bangsa India Suku bangsa Punjabi, suku bangsa yang ada di tanah ini Di dalam dan di atas nama Yesus Kristus Setiap suku bangsa ini menjadi kepunyaanmu Dalam nama Yesus pada hari ini Kami deklarasikan sekali lagi Bapa di sorga Terjadi kemurahanmu, terjadi kemakmuranmu, terjadi lawatanmu. Tidak sama lagi bangsa ini bapa di sorga menerima mereka menerima kekuatan daripada Allah dalam nama Yesus pada hari ini segala janji dan berkatmu sorga terbuka.
mereka bagi setiap bangsa-bangsa mereka menerima revival tidak ada satu bangsa yang hilang semuanya dilawat oleh kuasa Tuhan dalam nama Yesus kami deklarasikan hari ini kami berlutut dan bersujud Bapa di sorga tidak ada satu suku bangsa tidak ada satu suku etnik yang paling kecil sama sekalipun gereja yang paling kecil sama sekalipun Bapa di sorga semuanya mendapat lawatan yang berkasa yang dasar yang tidak pernah terjadi pada hari ini terjadi pada musim ini Tuhan kami deklarasikan dalam nama Yesus pada hari ini kami berdiri bagi bangsa dan tanah Malaysia dalam nama Yesus hari ini kami deklarasikan Bapa di sorga terjadi movement yang baru tercetus terbuka hari ini di dalam dan di atas nama Yesus Kristus semua yang menerima berkata pada hari ini amin 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 haleluya 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 Mari kita teruskan berbahasa Roh Kudus. Haleluya. Shikana bakana yana bakana kiyana mase. Shikiana bakana kana yana bakana 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 yana nene. Shikiana bakana yana Thank you Lord Jesus Even as I stand before you I want to represent the next generation And I want to release this word Even from the Acts Book of Acts Chapter 12 uh, Chapter 12 here On the first day of the week We came together to break bread And then Paul spoke to the people And because he intended to leave the next day Kept on talking until midnight There were many lambs in the upstairs room Where we were meeting And then seated at the window There was a young man named Eutychus Can I say that again? There was a young man named Eutychus Who was sinking into a deep sleep As Paul talked on and on and on And when he was sound asleep He fell to the ground from the third story And was picked up dead And then Paul went down, threw himself on the young man. He threw himself on the young man and put his arms around him and said, Don't be alarmed. He said, He's alive. Come on, church, say this to me with me. He's alive. He's alive. Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left. And the people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. You know, church, I really sense that this is the word in season. Even as you read this passage, there are two groups of people here. Paul representing the older generation and Eutychus representing the young generation. Even in this service, I see many of you who represent both generations here. And I want to speak this to this church even today. For those of you who are older, remember, don't stop talking about the goodness of God. Go on and on and on, just like Paul. Keep speaking about the goodness of God to the young because among your midst, there is a Eutychus listening. There is a young people. I know I see young people in this room. I want you to lift up your hands. You are the Eutychus of this generation if you are young, if you are young. You know, put up your hands and if you see them lifting up your hands for the older generation, I want you to stretch out your hands to them and pray to them today that truly indeed, that they are alive, amen? Because this generation will bunk it because now is the time that we stretch out their hands because Paul is like the representation of Jesus where he has breathed new life. That he was once dead, but now they are alive. Now is the time that they're going to rise.
rise up. Come on, let's pray for them. Let's pray for them. Let's stretch our hands to young people today. Father God, I just really want to pray, Lord Father, and uphold the next generation of Uticas into your hands, oh God. That even as they are in our midst, oh God, that we may be mistaken and think that they're asleep, but even as they have fallen, come on, the generation of Paul, pick them up, carry them up again, and bring them to life. Speak life to them that this generation will come alive and take their stand because bagi bangsa ini kami akan berdiri dan membawa doa kita kepada Tuhan yang Allah Bapa kerana namamu akan dimuliakan namamu akan disanjungi dan kamu akan dinaikkan takhta di negara Malaysia ini because this land Malaysia belongs to you Father God, we want to pray and thank you, Lord Father, that we know even as election comes, I speak to young people today, those who are eligible for UD18, you will vote. That you will take your rightful place and vote for the right government. You will vote for the right authority because truly indeed the Lord has given you a right. And don't throw away your right because that is your birthright for this land. So speak life to your nation and do something because faith without action is dead. Come on, in Jesus' name. Come on, let's pray once again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' most precious name, and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Mari teruskan berdoa dalam bahasa roh. Saya dapat merasakan bahawa kuasa roh kudus sangat kuat di tempat ini pada hari ini. Oh, Rabashakarararara. Dalam Yesaya, mari kita deklarasikan dalam Yesaya 60 ayat 1. Bangkitlah menjadi teranglah sebab terangmu sudah datang dan kemuliaan Tuhan akan terbit atasmu sebab sesungguhnya kegelapan menutupi bumi dan kekelaman kekelaman menutupi bangsa-bangsa tetapi terang Tuhan akan terbit atasmu dan kemuliaannya menjadi nyata atasmu dan bangsa-bangsa berduyun-duyun datang kepada terangmu dan raja-raja kepada cahaya yang terbit bagimu bagi setiap Suku-suku bangsa di Sabah dan Sarawak Pada hari ini kita mau stand Kita mau stand untuk suku-suku bangsa kita Dan saya ingin melakukan satu tindakan profetik pada hari ini Saya berbangsa Dusun Kadazan merupakan suku yang terbesar di Sabah Dan saya percaya di, di, di tempat ini juga terdapat suku yang Uh, suku Iban yang terbesar dan tidak kira apapun sukumu uh, Pada hari ini mari kita sama-sama mengangkat hati kita Mari kita sama-sama mengangkat tangan kita setinggi-tingginya We reach out to God Kita berseru kepada Tuhan Kita bukan bangsa yang dipijak-pijak Tetapi kita adalah bangsa yang dipilih Tuhan Yang menjadi terang di tempat ini Di mana kita berada di sini bukan hanya Tujuan yang sia-sia, tetapi ada satu rencana Tuhan yang indah untuk kita berada di sini pada hari ini. Bapa di surga pada saat kini kami berdoa untuk suku-suku bangsa Tuhan. Kami mau bangkit untuk menjadi terangmu Bapa di surga. Dimanapun pekerjaan kami berada, dimanapun keluarga kami berada Bapa di surga, kami akan terus membawa suku-suku kami kepadamu Bapa di surga. Pada hari ini Bapa di surga kami ingin berdoa agar semua pastor-pastor semua penginjil semua hamba-hamba Tuhan Bapa di surga akan terus mempunyai roh yang menyala-nyala untuk melayani engkau tidak kira apapun yang terjadi Bapa di surga we want to stand for Malaysia we want to 
konsisten untuk suku-suku bangsa kami Bapak di sorga Kami ingin menjadi bangsa yang berdoa Yang berlutut dan kembali mencari wajahmu setiap waktu Bapak di sorga Dan Tuhan pada saat ini kami terus mengistiharkan Tuhan Kami ingin menjadi, kami ingin bangkit untuk Um, mengalahkan badai Bapak di sorga Kami mau menjadi bangsa yang kuat di hadapanmu ya Bapak di sorga Terima kasih Bapak di sorga Sekali lagi Tuhan kami istiharkan Tuhan Kami mau berdoa untuk semua Bapak-Bapak Yang ada di setiap keluarga di tempat ini Bapak di sorga Mulai pada saat hari ini kami mengambil otoriti tersebut Bapak di sorga Untuk Membawa ibu-ibu, membawa semua anak-anak Bapak di sorga Biarlah bapak-bapak akan terus menjadi imam yang teguh imannya Imam yang kuat dan imam yang benar-benar Ingin mencari wajah Tuhan setiap waktu dan membawa keluarga kepada Tuhan Terima kasih Yesus, terima kasih Bapak In Jesus name, dalam nama Yesus kami sudah berdoa Amen, amen, amen You know, Pastor Lee Chu shared just now, now is the time. Be concerned about our land and our people. You know, we can only be concerned about the land if we see the land. And you know, as we sang the song just now, kami berdiri. Pastor Lee Chu said, you need to make a stand. We need to stand. You know, you can only walk where you walk. Every one of us, we have different journeys. But as we all make a stand in where God has put our feet on, we need to now take authority, take spiritual authority over where you go and be concerned about the land and the people. You know, I want to read from, Pastor Lee Chu was correct, Psalm 65, not 56. Psalm 65, verse 9. It says, You, wow, what a big word. It says, You, not the government, not the person next to you, not your husband, not the municipal authority, It says, you, you care for the land. You care for Malaysia. But you know the powerful thing about this passage, it doesn't stop there. It says, and water it. You care for the land and water it. We need to water this land. We need to water this land. How do we care for this land? How do we water it? You know, I, you know, I really like what happened before service um, this weekend. You know, we have the SIB uh, BM Church that's here. Um, do you know, as we were preparing for it yesterday, Pastor Chu, um, or, or you know, they brought all this, um, all their um, necklaces and all that, and. You know, these are costly. Some of, some of the things that they were wearing yesterday, I was wearing a different one. They were just so sharing. You know, I was so blessed by them. They were just like, take everything out, share, you know, give here, give there. You know, Pastor Miranda also is blessed by it. You know, like, oh, we've got more clothes. We can, wow, 
What a sharing community Like yesterday Pastor Chiu came in and shared Also wow Our band also like Wow share share You were sharing Sharing a lot of things Sometimes the simple thing How can we care for this land How can we take care of it How can we water it It's that little bit that we have We just need to share it And it is so powerful But the verse doesn't end there You care for the land And you water it You enrich it abundantly that little bit that we share we enrich it abundantly the streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with rain God will provide for you that little bit yes you might still be have financial crisis you might still be going through this you might still be going through that. you have that little bit to share and you will find the streams of God will fill the water to provide the people, to provide you with grain. So for you have ordained it. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, right now, fill us, Lord Jesus, with the love for this land and the people. Lord, you are moving our hearts right now Lord Jesus in that gentle way Lord I pray that your presence will take hold of us right now and Lord we want to own up Lord Jesus sometimes we are too plagued with problems we our eyes look at all these situations and we are too caught up with it oh Lord Jesus right now I pray that you will renovate our hearts renovate our mind Oh Lord Jesus, we need you to really turn our eyes, Lord Jesus. Our eyes are looking at so many different things. And Lord Jesus, you, sometimes we are overwhelmed, sometimes we are stirred up, sometimes we are discouraged. Oh Lord Jesus, I pray that you really even take hold of our eyes. So, and Lord Jesus, our hearts, Lord Jesus, so that out of the abundance of our heart, we will love this land. We will care for this land. We will water it. Because Lord, you are telling us just that simple thing that we do. We will enrich it abundantly. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Mari kita terus memuji Tuhan. Kita menyembah Tuhan. Mari kita open heaven di gereja ini pada saat ini. Saudara-saudari, tiga tahun yang lalu, empat tahun yang lalu, Tuhan berkata begini kepada saya, bangkit, kembali, engkau dipilih. Maka pada hari ini, generasi baru, 
Ini prophetic words untuk kamu semua. Bangkit kembali. Engkau dipilih. Not yet, not yet. Tuhan berfirman. 1 Petrus 2 ayat yang ke-9. Tuhan berkata apa? Tetapi kamulah bangsa yang terpilih. Imamat yang rajani. Bangsa yang kudus. Umat kepunyaan Allah sendiri. Supaya kamu memberitakan perbuatan-perbuatan yang besar dari dia. Yang telah memanggil kamu keluar dari kegelapan. Kepada terangnya yang ajaib. Yang percaya katakan amin semua. Mari kita berdoa, mari kita menyahut panggilan Tuhan. Tuhan open your heaven Lord. Open your heaven Lord here. Tuhan untuk generasi ini Tuhan. Engkau memilih generasi ini Tuhan. Engkau memilih generasi ini Tuhan. Engkau akan membangkitkan pelopor-pelopor. Pemimpin-pemimpin yang luar biasa Tuhan. Bangsa yang luar biasa Tuhan. The Chinese, the Indian, the Sarawakian, the Sabahan, the Malay people Lord. Orang asli semuanya akan dibangkitkan. Maka revival. Kebangkitan rohani yang luar biasa daripadamu Tuhan. Akan muncul. Akan muncul Tuhan. Dan inilah kerinduan kami. Generasi baru ini merindukan kebangkitan yang luar biasa Tuhan. Tuhan akan ada kebangkitan buat generasi yang akan membina history makers Lord. Mereka akan membina sejarah baru Tuhan. Di dalam nama Engkau Yesus Kristus yang luar biasa. Biar kami taat Tuhan. Biar kami sabar Tuhan. Biar kami setia menunggu kebangkitan luar biasa dari generasi ini Tuhan. Generasi yang dipimpin, diperkuatkan oleh roh kudusmu yang luar biasa. Terpujilah namamu Tuhan. Engkau Yesus Kristus yang luar biasa. Amin. Amin. Amen. You know, church, we just give us five or ten more minutes. I believe this is the word of God for this season. You know, when Pastor Lishu first said her title, which is, Now is the time. There's only one verse that stood out to me, that just leapt out to me. And I'm going to read it to you, Isaiah 55, verse 6. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Now is the time. Call on Him while He is near. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call on Him while He is near. You know what this means? It means that there may be a season where we seek the Lord, but He cannot be found. You know, if, you know in Is when Israel did not seek the Lord, and when God brought them into captivity in Babylon, the Lord shut the heavens for 70 years. They cried and cried and cried, and it was 70 years that there was silence. In the book of Balakai, when Israel did not obey, did not seek, did not call upon the Lord, the Lord shut the heavens for 400 years. You can cry, you can cry, you can cry. God says, the heavens are shut. But truly we believe that the heavens are still open over Malaysia. Amen. We can still call. We can still call. He is to be found. He wants to be found. So we commission all of you today to continue to seek the Lord. Father God, we seek you, Father God. We call upon your name, Father God. We take our authority in this place. 
we father god we stand our positions we stand upright we stand up straight and we take our positions in this lands as sons and daughters father god to cry to intercede to pray to bless this land father lord jesus christ may every home will experience an open heaven may every person here experience an open heaven may this country will always experience an open heaven because the church of malaysia will rise the church of malaysia will shine may the glory of the lord always be upon us father god we commission every single christian every single church in malaysia to always always seek the lord to always call on him while he is near because his thoughts are not our thoughts his ways are not our ways we seek the will of god father god we take our position today we take our authority father god to say lord jesus we bless this country father god we bless this country we speak life we speak peace we speak prosperity we speak unity Amen. over this country yes, we speak economic reform over this Amen. country father god you are a good god and we love you forever we are yours and you are ours in jesus name we pray Amen. Amen. now is the time now is the time you know something I believe that even as we gather to pray, and we are not the only church that are doing this, you know. A lot of churches this week and in the whole of Malaysia, north, south, east and west is doing this. As we begin to pray, we are breaking through the second heaven so that there's an open heaven Amen. from the third heaven to here. Amen. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. Stand still. Amen. God says that you see the salvation. Stand still and see the deliverance is going to come. We believe that. So what do we do? We continue to call upon the Lord. Amen. We continue to be concerned for the land. And we continue to pray. Amen. Amen. We continue to do that. And those of you young people, go and vote. Go and vote. Go and register and go and vote. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stretch our hands to the Lord as we close. Father God, we know that something is shifting in the heavenly realms Amen. because we have prayed we have read scripture we have prayed scripture and we don't really mouth it we believe in it oh god that no matter what happens at the elections there will be continual peace upon our land Amen. there will be shalom upon Amen. our land because in timothy you say Pray for the peace of the land so that the gospel of Jesus Christ can continue to be shared. Amen. That's what we want. Peace. Peace. Not who be party we do be 31. And we want to pray too for a, a strong judiciary so Amen. that they will judge, give good judgments without fear or favor of man, Father Amen. Lord. Hallelujah. So God going to commit our country to you right now in Jesus' name, especially East Malaysia, Sabah Amen. and Sarawak. Lord, we are so yes, blessed. We have Sabah and Sarawak, Lord. We are so blessed to have the people with us even in this church we're going to pray a blessing upon SIBKL so that SIBKL will continue to fulfill this prophetic destiny oh Amen. God to influence the nation and impact generations so thank you Father for this time and separate us now with your blessing it's been a wonderful time of big end of praying for our country and now Lord may the may the Lord bless you may God bless you and keep you may the Lord turn his face always to shine upon you may the lord turn his countenance towards all of you and always grant you peace Shalom. in jesus name my prayer god's people say aloud amen, amen. whoa god bless you the lord. continue praise to pray the continue praise to pound heaven's doors amen 
Service is over. God bless you.